Because of all the crisis work I've been doing this year, I'm quite obsessed with what can happen to a brand through no fault of their own. From Trump tweeting to boycott your product or service to getting in the crosshairs of QAnon, it's a crazy time to be a communicator. Though I love social media and the world it has opened up to me professionally and personally, I often long for the days when crises were few and far between, and they rarely happened to one organization more than once. Now it's not if, but when, when it comes to every single one of us facing perhaps even one or more crises a year. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Not necessarily how to handle a crisis, there is plenty of that information on the web, including Unspin Sucks, but how to detect it if something is brewing before it ever hits the keyboards of the warriors. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks Podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spin Sucks Podcast. I'm Jenny Dietrich. It's been a few weeks. I took August off of recording to enjoy my last few weeks of freedom before second grade started. We've been back to school for a week, and let's just say it's not going so well. Hopefully, once we get into the swing of things, it will become pretty routine and lots easier on, well, both of us. (laughs) Because right now, I'm not sure I'm going to make it. This is a lot. But that's not what this episode is about, even though I do feel like I'm in crisis mode right now at home, what with distance learning on top of working full-time. I do love a good crisis, the adrenaline rush, the hunkering down in a virtual war room. I even love the stress and not sleeping part to a certain extent. And when the crisis is over, I'm happy to be on my merry way. A good crisis used to constitute a natural disaster, an accident in the workplace, tainted food, or an executive's wrongdoing. Today, though, a crisis can be created out of nowhere about something that's completely untrue. Take Wayfair as an example. A well-known QAnon activist tweeted about the high price of storage cabinets being sold by Wayfair. The user pointed out that the cabinets all have girls' names, which followers then alleged the furniture actually had children hidden in them as part of a supposed child trafficking ring. Now, you can hear or read about that and think, that's ludicrous. But after being tweeted, it gained some traction when it was reposted in a subreddit. By that time, QAnon followers were making supposed links between the furniture with girls' names and actual cases of missing children in the U.S. with the same names. Some of these children are no longer missing, and one woman who was mentioned when a cabinet with her first name was linked to her alleged disappearance as a teenager did a Facebook Live refuting the claims. She said she never went missing in the first place. The entire thing, though completely unfounded, threw Wayfair into crisis mode for a solid three weeks, and QAnon continues to make claims that their conspiracy theory is correct. It hasn't just been limited to memes and trolling, either. Social media users have tried to coordinate a campaign to short the company's stock. On Twitter, an account posted Google Map images and the address of their office building in Boston. Others have posted the LinkedIn profiles and home addresses of Wayfair employees, including their CEO. Wayfair will likely never be out of the crosshairs of the QAnon network. They've been able to regain public trust, but I imagine their leadership and communications teams are preparing for the next time this happens. And there will be a next time. 
In just a minute, I'll be back to talk about other types of crises that are no fault of our own, but can happen to any one of us, along with what to do about it. I'll be right back. There are two things I want you to know about. The first is the Fundamentals of Media Measurement course that we just launched with Muckrack, and the second is the PESO Model Certification. Both will help you evolve your career this year as you learn how to measure your work using the PESO model to get you there. The Fundamentals of Media Measurement course can teach you how to measure your earned media efforts, create a successful measurement strategy, and report on your success. It will take you about two hours, but it has quick bite-sized lessons you can take when convenient. It has actionable tips, step-by-step approaches, and examples from Jonna Burke, Christopher Penn, and me. Go to mrac.co slash spinsucks to learn more, get registered, and start your measurement journey today. That's mrac.co slash spinsucks. Please be sure to use that link because I get a gold star every time someone registers, and I love gold stars. And for those of you who need to evolve your career, learn how to integrate the work you do with marketing and amp up your measurement efforts, the PESO model certification is for you. Step up your game with an academically accredited PESO model certification from Spin Sucks and the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. Learn more about that by going to spinsucks.com academy, or you can go to spinsucks.com and click on academy in the navigation. And now, back to the show. In August, Trump called for a boycott of Goodyear tires, claiming that the company has banned hats bearing his campaign phrase, Make America Great Again, or MAGA. Trump's call for a boycott came after a TV station in Topeka, Kansas, got a hold of a slide from some sort of plant meeting that said some employees at that Goodyear plant were told the company had zero tolerance for wearing clothing with political messaging. Those messages reportedly include MAGA attire, as well as phrases such as all lives matter and blue lives matter. According to the TV station, the company said some slogans are acceptable, including black lives matter and pride related messages. Goodyear immediately responded, and by immediately, I mean it was with an hour of Trump tweeting for a boycott, that the company has always wholeheartedly supported both the quality and law enforcement and will continue to do so. Goodyear noted that the image in question did not come from their corporate headquarters and was not part of a diversity training class, while reiterating its ban on political content in the workplace in general. The good news is, unlike when one is in the crosshairs of the QAnon network, the crisis for Goodyear has seemingly died down without much harm done to their stock price or sales. But their communications team had a rough 48 to 72 hours based on something that was of no fault of their own. Whether it's conspiracy theories or tweets from the President of the United States or trolls or plain old instigators, the world of crisis communications has changed. The traditional way of crisis communications planning still works with some tweaks. You must still do scenario planning and have different levels of risks while considering every single possibility. That means to include if the president tweets about your organization, if you get in the crosshairs of QAnon, an influencer is angry with you, a bad customer service experience, an employee going rogue, trolls, and all of the other types of things that it could happen, such as natural disasters. And well, we all have global pandemics on our list now. Today, though, there is an additional thing you need to consider. It's what a client of ours calls early warning risk intelligence. This means you should have a plan, 
tools or a solution that allows you to understand there could be a crisis brewing before it happens. Going back to the Wayfair example, on June 14th, the activists tweeted their theory that Wayfair was hiding children in their furniture. It didn't get much traction until nearly a month later when, on July 9th, the conspiracy theory was posted in a subreddit. It blew up after that, putting Wayfair on the defensive. Had they had a solution that provides an early warning flag, for lack of a better term, to what could be coming, they would have been on the offensive, having had nearly four weeks to prepare for a potential firestorm and to respond within minutes. Of course, we don't know which social media mentions will gain traction and which will not. We don't know which will go and sit for three weeks and then end up in, an, in 4chan or in, on Reddit. It's also hard to believe that something so completely untrue could create a real crisis for an organization. In my own client work, we've seen things that were so far-fetched, it was hard to believe anyone would take it as gospel. Yet here we are. If we've learned anything in the era of fake news, manipulated videos and images, and full-on social media terrorist attacks is that just about anything can and will happen. The best you can do is pay attention, be prepared, plan, and be ready. That's it for this episode of the Spin Sucks podcast. I'm glad to be back. I hope you missed me. (laughs) If you'd like to talk crisis or peso model or the future of communications or how distance learning while working full-time is going, join the very best community for communicators on the internet. You can find us at spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. I'll see you next week. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 